The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Hello, and welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist, Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by... The Hypno-Wheel! That is Eric Velasquez. My pronouns are also he, him. <laughs> so, yeah, this week we're talking about Santo versus Frankenstein's daughter. Santo is, contra you know... <laughs> hija de Frankenstein! <laughs> <laughs> So obviously this is the second of our Santo series, but not remotely close to second in the, the whole series. Not at all. And I don't think even necessarily super close to the previous one we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but I swear, like, you know, if you watch series of movies, if you, you know, like we just did Friday the 13th, or if you like James Bond or something, like every movie is a little different, but there's generally like some sort of tonal things that are similar across the movies. That's how franchises are built. I could not believe how different this movie was from the last one. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) would you say this was more serious? Yeah. I mean, I think so. Like I still liked it. It, You know, I, I, I really liked the last one and how kind of weird it was. This one felt more like what we've seen previously in terms of like Frankenstein movies, uh, it felt like there was a Frankenstein sort of story that felt not too different from like close to the Hammer movies, close to maybe some of the, like the Italian ones that kind of came out right after the Hammer movies. Yeah. Um, but then there's also just like Santo just injected into the middle of it. Yeah, there's, um, Lucha there's still you know you still <laughs> yeah yeah you still get some wrestling scenes and stuff you know it's not dull or anything. Uh, but it is, yeah, it's it is a little more serious. It's a little less cartoonish, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool that like this this series can like go so many different places. Oh, yeah. I mean, man, I never knew there were so many Santo movies, especially coming out in like the seventies. Holy bajoli! <laughs> there's like three every year. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of. Which Santo. I guess that makes sense why they'd be so different. You've got like totally different teams working on him simultaneously and he just pops up to like you know say his lines and do his you know wrestling scenes and then you know the the crew carries on right i mean by this time he'd already been in atlantis the world of the dead uh fought riders of terror i mean come on (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you know like yeah this this starts out and you know it's even like it starts out with just like kind of simple credits over like uh, as, you know, a picture of like science gear, you know, like beakers and test tubes and stuff, which kind of felt like what we saw in some of the hammer. Yeah, movies. we don't get uh, the intro uh, of, of many monsters because, well, in this case, there's technically only two. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we, uh, you know, after the credits, we open on like guys digging graves in the rain. You know, uh, already feeling more traditional. Mm-hmm. They lift a corpse out of the grave, and there's just a guy <laughs> carrying it over his yeah, shoulder. As you do. <laughs> uh, and also, it, during this, as they're headed, they head to a house, but we also see an owl. And I was like, as soon as I saw that owl, I was like, somebody knew an owl trainer. Mm-hmm. They got an owl in here, and we're going to see a lot of yep, this owl. And you were right. And sure <laughs> enough. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it doesn't do anything. It's just, like, it adds some production value. Like, they were just like, hey, we got an owl. We got to use the shit out of this owl so it looks creepy in the background. Probably just a couple <laughs> shots of this one owl, though. But, well, like you said, it doesn't yeah. be in the background. But, yeah, we also... Uh, yeah. One of these guys is missing an eye. Like, that, that is his whole character. So much so... <laughs> Down to his name. Yes, one eye. 
And I like the the subtitles call him one eyed yeah. with like a D at the end. I'm guessing that's probably his name's probably one eye and like the subtitles just kinda like, you know, fudge that a little bit with like, you know, verb tenses and stuff. But like yeah, every time he's just one eyed mm-hmm. in the in the credit or in the subtitles. I mean, that's all you need, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they end up they, they get to the house, they go inside, there's a secret passage in the floor, they're let down, they ask about the doctor and um and, and Yonko. They're told that she's still working in the lab. Yeah. So then we, we cut to the doctor and this this would be, you know, this is Doctor Frankenstein, the the Frankenstein's daughter of, of ah, the title yes, here. This is not Victor, this is Frida. Frida Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Played by Gina Ramon. Her opening scene yeah, it's a <laughs> It's an interesting introduction. She's just like looking at herself in a mirror, <laughs> crying. Then you see her arm and it's all like kind of wrinkled. And at first I was like, is she like, is this burn scars or what's going no, on no, here? No, no, it's old. Uh, but That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll ultimately find out that like her whole deal is that she's found like a this serum that gives people like eternal youth. Or not eternal, no. but a, a prolonged youth. Uh, and that's the problem is it as you use it more and more it becomes less and less effective it's like like any kind of drug yeah yeah so now she's to the point where she's got to inject a lot more frequently to get the anti-aging effects that she she wants she used to have a few years in the serum but now she's only down to two weeks before it fades on Mm -hmm. it yeah then we cut to a corpse on a table in a lab so you know again a little bit more traditional frankenstein kind of action but there's also we see some of the the henchmen that that we mentioned before there's three of them they're all they're all wearing red shirts i don't know if like red shirt was necessarily a you know a phrase like it is now but it felt kind of apt you just got a bunch of red shirts standing around that way doesn't it i mean star trek had already (laughs) been out uh we, oh, we yeah. know we all know what happens to the red shirts. I, I feel like this is either homage or just everyone immediately assumes people with red shirts die a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't really die; they just get beaten up. Yeah, yeah, they're just like the punching yeah. bags for for Santo, basically. Mm-hmm. We also see like there's a male doctor who's kind of Frida's assistant. His name is Doctor Yanko, and he's kind of talking with the henchman, the one eye henchman. Like he's sort of like the leader of them, and says that you know we've collected seven corpses so far. It seems like maybe Doctor Frankenstein is repeating her father's work. Right, exactly. As he once made a. Uh... A living being out of seven corpses. Mm-hmm. Very poetic. <laughs> yeah. The number seven feels like a little bit intentional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, then we get, they talk about how they're they're all very old and they're, they stay young with the serum. And I think Dr. Yonko is like, we don't talk about age right. here. We don't like, bring- that's, that's off the table. <laughs> as, as we had Bruno in the last one, we don't talk about age here. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, apparently it turns out that uh, 30 years ago, even... Uh, Dr. Frankenstein, Frida, uh, was, you know, she was already quite ancient. So that that's mm-hmm. one of the things they mentioned before they go, hey, we don't talk about that. But also, it turns out Santo's not just an amazing luchador and an amazing guy. No, he has something that keeps everyone going for a long time, that keeps him young forever, called the TR Factor. <laughs> the only time we hear that yeah. mentioned by Frida. Uh, yeah. So, uh, like, this feels sort of like the MacGuffin of the movie. This is like, why why does this mad scientist care about Santo at all? Why are they getting, you know, why are these two paths crossing, basically? Uh, so she says something about that, like, she's been following his career for years, and he, he's apparently very old as well and is showing no signs of slowing down. And she even, like, got some of his blood on, like, a handkerchief at a match. And that's where she found out about this TR factor. Yeah. It's 100 times what a normal person's is. That's what makes him so strong. Yeah. <laughs> so she's wanting to, obviously, kidnap Santo, get his blood, so that she can create a better version of her, uh, you know, anti-aging serum. Yeah, well, it turns out she has uh, some people to help her with that. One, we we'll, we'll, we already heard of uh, the mention of Ursus, but uh, this next one is uh, a gentleman by the name of Truxong. Yeah, and he's just like a, he's a man that they have transfused with some gorilla blood, yeah. which basically just is like, he's like a beastly man with a, a little bit of makeup on his nose <laughs> to make it a little more like an animal yeah. nose. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a big, strong guy with, uh, you know, cute little, <laughs> little animal nose. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, if you if you get some of that animal blood or the gorilla blood in you, that's what happens, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Frida's apparently not really happy with the results of, of Trixon. Um, she's she's kind of disgusted by him. Uh, but he still, she goes into the cage and is able to command him and he still obeys. But it seems like his wild side is slowly taking control more and more. So he may not be a very useful tool for much longer, which is partially why she's kind of put all her uh, focus into building. Well, Ursus. there is a, this is a, uh, this will be important later. But there's a reason why she's able to walk in on Truxon while he's eating. Or Truxon. Turns out she's hypnotized him a bit. Mm, yeah. But, of course, as, as you mentioned, that's fading. And soon he will be a beast forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After that, she kind of monologues some more about Santo and everything. And then we cut to meeting Santo. He's in a wrestling match. He's wrestling Toro. El Toro. I, I love it. <laughs> the bull. Yeah. So he's the heel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, they're, they're going at it. And instead of, you know, the last time when we saw the wrestling matches, we kind of like... We were in the space with the with the crowd and kind of like seeing the energy of the audience kind of going wild. But here we're sort of watching the match through a TV with a woman in bed watching from home. And she's obviously cheering on Santo. Uh, we eventually find out that her name is Norma and that she is Santo's hey. girlfriend. So he's moved on from Gloria what in the happened? last movie. They, they look so happy <laughs> together, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah it's but a shame. to be fair, he was flirting with that one vampire lady, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Norma ends up getting a visitor who eventually we'll find out is her sister Elsa. Platinum blonde because it's the early seventies, right? <laughs> yeah. So they talk a little bit, and Elsa's like, "I don't know how you could date that guy. He's wearing that mask all the Norma's time." Norma's like, "Whenever he takes and... the mask off, though." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so apparently, the way to find out what Santo actually looks like is to date him. That's the only way you're going to get to find out what's underneath. I mean, the I mask. feel like that's a given, or I hope. Jeez, how awful <laughs> would that be? Been married to the guy for thirty years, haven't seen his face. <laughs> the mask stays <laughs> on in bed. <laughs> <laughs> So good. <laughs> so we cut back to the match, and somebody in the crowd gives El Toro uh, what they, they call an iron ring. It kind of seems yeah. like a brass knuckles kind of thing. It's some kind of something he's wrapping around his his fist that he's now illegally using as a weapon. Yeah, but instead of uh, disqualifying him, the match must go on, right? Yeah, a couple of times the, the ref kind of like makes like half hearted attempts to take it from him, yep. and like it obviously does not work. Well, it, it kind of fails because El Toro's almost double the size of the ref. So, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but so El Toro actually beats Santo in the first round. The announcer says something about like not even his supernatural power could help him win this round. So I guess it's just common knowledge that Santo has supernatural yeah, power. Yeah, yeah. He's a saint. He's a living saint, right? <laughs> yeah. The second round starts and like it starts out kind of brutal again. And the announcer kind of just starts describing things that aren't actually <laughs> happening. Uh, he says like there's blood all over Santo's mask. His nose is broken. There are slashes across his chest. And like none of that's there. Right. I, I feel like he's this is like in his imagination. He's so bored. He's like, and this is what I wish was happening. <laughs> He's just ratcheting up right, the excitement. Yeah. Like if you're if you're watching this on a little black and white TV at home, then like you probably yeah, can't tell. 100%. <laughs> but ultimately, of course, you know Santo does win because you know he's Santo, and they mention that he is undefeated, so he's continuing his his streak of of no no losses. That's right. Santo has never been defeated ever, <laughs> and he never will be. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then we, we end up, we cut back to the evil lair. Frida's continuing with her, her plan, and she's figured out that the way to capture Santo is actually to kidnap Norma and use her as bait. Yeah, as you do. You know, you got to get the girlfriend that gets the hero. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's much easier to capture Norma and make <laughs> Santo walk in willingly than to try to capture and Santo. And I love how they do it, by the way. Apparently, they just know where she is. The, the yeah. guys come busting in, grab her... And just lay down a nice little note that's a santo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've like pre-written it. You know, yeah, it's a little envelope. I'm sure inside it's like, dear santo. We have captured your girlfriend. <laughs> so then we cut back to Frida working on Ursus. The crew's helping her out. And she's directing people to, you know, pull different switches and stuff. And then one eye almost accidentally pulls 
the like self-destruct lever that they have created that will blow up the entire lab if the police ever <laughs> discover them so like uh you know this is definitely like chekhov's self-destruct lever like as soon as we know yeah, about this it's like, gonna go off you know it's getting pulled yeah, eventually it's, it's, it's <laughs> definitely going off in the last act we you know it's gotta go <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, but thankfully at this point you know they stop one eye before he hits the switch he pulls the right lever, they continue, and then, there, you know, we get our revival scene that, that we're used to seeing, and it's shot really weird. Did you, like, no, like, did it strike you how, like, strange the cutting and stuff was in that scene? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> it, it's kind of weird everywhere. It was like, yeah, it was like they, they wanted to make it more exciting than it... <laughs> than it was so they just like kept there was all these like really fast cuts to like different people's faces like close you know you know that like the meme thing where it's like the face then a closer on the face and the eyes you know it was like a lot of that kind of stuff uh and then once that all kind of goes then it just like gets to a wide shot of like frida with a stethoscope on the creature and he's just laying perfectly still and she's like oh yes his heart's beating he's alive by the way (laughs) by the way full electricity going into this this creature okay just blasting him. Yeah. She, just sitting there with a stethoscope on his chest. It's fine. Yeah. And she's like, okay, he's alive. Yeah. You can go ahead and shut off the electricity. what? But you don't... <laughs> but you don't get all the, like, it's a lot. You know, like, she's no. not, like... I, I mean, I guess if she knows what's up, she's just like, oh, of course yeah. he's alive. You know, I, I, I knew it was going to happen. I'm not excited about <laughs> right. this. Right. It's like, uh, this is to be expected, you know? Yeah. Frida, Frida knows what she is, and she's awesome at it. So once, you know, we find out he's alive, when we do, they show the creature's face and his eyes kind of flicker, like, you know, you see him kind of waking up, but he's still pretty much motionless. Yeah. And then we get to Santo and Elsa, who have found the note, and, you know, Elsa's all upset, you know, of course, her sister's been kidnapped. Santo's very, you know, even keeled. He's very measured. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's obviously dealt with some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's dealt with this kind of thing before, you know? <laughs> he's old hat at this. Yeah. Probably about 20 times before this. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, all right, you know, we'll get her back. It's everything's fine. So this scene, I, I noticed so this movie is like an hour and 20 minutes mm-hmm. long. This scene is 20 minutes in and it's like the first actual scene with Santo, you know, like we had the wrestling, but like this is where he like finally right. speaks. <laughs> so he's like, we're a third of the way through the movie before Santo really has like a I scene. Mean, listen, you came for the wrestling. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so Elsa insists that she is going to go with Santo uh, and he's like, uh, all right, that's fine. Like you could tell yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, you're going to get in my way, but we got, fine. we got to have another victim at some point. Right. All right. Come on. <laughs> right. Well, Norma wakes in the dungeon and obviously she's rather confused and frightened at what she's seeing, but she gets a brief mm-hmm. glimpse of Dr. Uh, or Frida in the, this little pane of double-sided glass that doubles as a mirror. And yeah. then as uh, as that fades away slowly, she's like, oh, this is just a mirror and ca- kind of walks into it. But on the other side, we have Frida and Yanko discussing, you know, what what their plans are and what they're going to do. And there there's like a moment of tension between them because Yanko says she's very pretty, don't right. you think? Frida's like, and no, like- <laughs> you're my <laughs> yeah. you're my servant, not hers. No, she doesn't say that, but she implies it heavily. Yeah, you know, I think obviously, like Frida being obsessed with like youth and and staying young, like you know, she's she's definitely not having like a younger, prettier no. girl show up. Like she's she's not happy about that. No, no, no. She's already plotting on how to get rid of Norma at the first opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so then we cut to a scene where, where like Yonko is basically doing like new hire orientation, quote uh, quote unquote new hire orientation. Uh, as each and every one of these guys are apparently like in their 60s to uh, some form of elderly. And guess what? Yeah. Guess guess who's amongst them? Hombre Lobo himself, Vincente Lara. Oh. Yes, the Wolfman, the Wolfman has returned as just the old man now or one of the old men. <laughs> wow. Yep. I definitely did not catch yep. that. I saw him and I'm like, that's the fucking Wolfman. And then I hopped on IMDb and confirmed it. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so like you said, these guys are all very old, and and the deal basically, you know, obviously Yonko's like, so here here's what's up. You know, we're gonna give you some some of our anti aging serum. You're gonna turn young again. This will last three months, and if at the end of that time Frida's happy with your work, then you join the team. You're through the probationary period. You'll get more serum on the reg, and mm-hmm. you'll stick around. But, but if it, she's not know. happy with your work performance, uh, the termination policy is very literal. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and he he goes on to tell it like we're everybody else that's already on the crew. We're all over a hundred years yeah, old at not this a, point. Not so. a one of us. He says not all one of us is under one hundred. <laughs> so, I mean, well, at this point, uh, Frida is she's edging up on two hundred. I would say right if she's the original Frankenstein's daughter, she's getting yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. She ends up coming in, and you know, she tells them that she's the daughter of Doctor Frankenstein. Or just, I can't remember if she tells him this or Yonko does, but like they say, like, you know, Frida is the, the daughter of Dr. Frankenstein. And, you know, they, they do put it a little nod to, you know, the man who created the monster that carried his last name. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, Frankenstein. Oh, Yonko apparently worked for the original doc, so he's even older. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did say that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then at this point, that is Frida comes in. So, yeah, I guess Yonko was the one who said that. She comes in and gives them their injections. She's like, this will burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she says it'll feel like your blood is boiling yeah it's it's gonna suck but you'll be you know you'll be young again yeah fair enough so then we cut to santo and elsa oh we they... forgot don elias how could we forget don elias he's uh well we're gonna learn what he is later but he wants his uh serum right now because he brought in uh, all these new hires we forgot about that he oh he, yeah he's the recruitment drive guy and his right his, yeah his bonus is extra serum <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll find out a little bit <laughs> yeah so so then yeah we cut to santo and elsa and they arrive at this just foggy sort of old west ghost style town. ghost town yeah. <laughs> start knocking on doors you see like somebody sort of like inside watching them and not answering at first and then we cut back to well we discovered the henchmen. That there's a light on over the commissaria de santa fe but it's it's the sheriff's office right yeah. yeah so so they're heading that way but then we we cut back to the lair uh, and we have uh, one eye and another henchman. They're outside of Truxon's cell, mm -hmm. and they're saying he's being kept hungry so that he can fight Santo. Yeah, like, yeah. they're kind of yeah, starving him out, keeping him really just like you know amped up. Like um, I feel like that's counterproductive, though. You know, you want you want Truxon to be at his his a game. This this guy's starved. He's going to be out of his mind. He's 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 not in fighting shape. They're not prepping their fighters well. What are they doing? Yeah, they need to, to, to you know, do the diet right and get yeah. him, kind of, you know, carbo load, get him prepared. And He needs a uh, glass of eggs and we need to have the ro <laughs> Rocky theme going in the background. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but so here we find out that, like, the reason that he was created is that he had been a henchman and he disobeyed orders. So they turned him into a beast. Yeah, but apparently uh, he was he was better than Scorpio. The Scorpio who royally fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, so the other hint is like, so he just disobeyed orders and this happened? That Like, that's, and, like, yeah, so who know? you know, we don't know what's going to happen because Scorpio, he said some stuff that almost led the cops to the hideout. Right. So, yes, he is, you know, way, way up on Frida's shit list at this point. Well, not only that, but she's like, she is talking to Yonko and's like, listen, I want all the boys in the lab. I want all of them there because they're going to see what I'm going to do to Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she says he's not going to get any more serum. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and they want all the henchmen to see. Yeah. So at, at first, Yonko's kind of like resistant to this, but then like Frida's like, are you disobeying an order? And he's like, no, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. We're good. We'll take care of it. I've got a thing for eyes and deny people serum. <laughs> or turning them into animal people. Yeah. Which one are you? Which one are you asking for, Yonko? But yeah, yeah. so poor Scorpio is drug into this... Uh, to this lab and he's like that's the saddest que pasa i've ever heard in my life <laughs> you know like what's happening yeah. <laughs> yeah and like apparently this serum is it works like clockwork he's like it's almost 11 30 that's when my serum wears off right. so i need the new serum right away right uh and nope. she's like no nope, serum pasu. Mm -mm, nope <laughs> And so then we see him just like age rapidly and the, the special effects on this, like they, you know, it's kind of similar to like the Wolfman transition where you just kind of like, you know, fade from a couple different shots and, you know, pause the camera, do some aging makeup. Right. And then you know, put him right and, back. But, in frame. Yeah, but it works pretty well. Yeah. And then like he ultimately, like when he's real old, he just like falls over dead and then it cuts away and then cuts back and he's just like, actually it cuts away and then it cuts to hit him. He's now been dragged into this sort of crypt area and he's just like fully like mummified right. at this point. And we learned out, we learned that apparently this is the fate of a couple, couple henchmen. 
Because there's uh, several yeah. caskets with uh, the bodies lined up as we get one little trailing shot. Yeah, they're like standing up vertically, like you see, like a, a you know a mummy sarcophagus kind of thing usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's like three or four in there, so this is definitely he, uh, Scorpio's not the first <laughs> to uh, upset Frida. Nope. Nor will he be the last, coincidentally. Enough. <laughs> right. Uh, so then we cut back to Santo and Elsa, and they've been led inside the sheriff's office that you were talking about. Hey, Don um, Elias, where were, look look at you being the sheriff <laughs> of the town. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, obviously we know something fishy's going on, but Santo and Elsa don't. But he and does kind of warn warn them off of going down the trail in the middle of the night, right? Yeah, and but they're kind of insistent, and I don't know if I misunderstood but it seemed like there was like discussion where like they you know they had driven this far and like that they wanted a horse yeah no but you're right but, like then there's never a horse nope. like we never see a horse at all in this movie ever <laughs> just random talk of horses but no no actual horses i guess they couldn't afford one they were like well we were gonna put this in the script but you know <laughs> we spent all that money on the owl <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we got the owl trainer we couldn't get the horse trainer we had to choose one <laughs> money wisely spent i guess <laughs> then we cut to norma she is you know in her like cell mm-hmm. and she's looking out we know she's got like the two-way mirror behind her but now she's like looking out like the door there's like you know jail cell bars in like a cutout well it turns out and... we're introduced in, with no ceremony whatsoever <laughs> to to this movie's one of the monsters i guess you would say <laughs> The other one would being Frida. Let's let's not be coy about that because she's a monster. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, immediately this monster we're going to find out his name is Ursus just breaks the chains, walks out the door, and goes stumbling down the hall. So it's like he could have done this at any time. He just chose at right now. Yeah. <laughs> And he, like, approaches her door and then just starts banging on the door and just, like, knocks it down. Right. He's like, pretty um, lady, and then knocks on the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Norma, you know, is in, in a bad place at the moment, but We're so, thankfully... She's rescued by a hero. Wait a second. <laughs> that hero only has one eye and a torch. <laughs> yep. That's our, our buddy One-Eye is uh, defending yeah. her. And so he, you know, he does the sort of like Fritz thing from the original Frankenstein and, you know, like uses the torch to kind of force the creature back yeah, uh, and ca- kind of keeps pushing him away back down the hall. He even hits him and in the face Norma- with the torch. Yeah. Yeah. And so now Norma's like, well, you know, I'm here in this prison cell without a door <laughs> right. and no one watching me. So she's just like, all right, peace out. <laughs> just a <laughs> uh, good job. One eye, I guess. <laughs> But hey, we get at least we get uh, Norma running into a rubber or flappy bat. You yep. know? <laughs> and she's walking through. It's just like cave corridors again. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the exact same set from almost the last certainly movie. because the la- the same lab equipment is in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like it, they they either patched it up or repainted it or something. But I'm telling you, that egg shaped panel is the exact same one from the last movie. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but she kind of like, it, it, it sort of feels like a, a dungeon crawl or something. Yeah. She goes through several rooms and it's like, she sees the crypt room with Scorpio and his new mummy friends. <laughs> right. She sees the flappy bats. Uh, she goes through a room that's got like lab equipment and, where there's like a, a bar that she like blocks the door. Uh, and she runs into one of the cutest rats I've ever seen on film. <laughs> that was a big fat rat, but he was adorable. He was like the ratatouille rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so then, yeah, so she's making her way through. Then we cut back to Santo and Elsa. Elsa. Oh no. Uh, (laughs) and they're just walking through the woods. No horse, of course. (laughs) Yeah. But they hear some yapping in the distance. What could that be? (laughs) And yeah, so they're, they're talking about that. It's coyotes and you know, Elsa's all afraid, but Santo's like, being the smooth motherfucker he is. He's like, don't worry, coyotes never attack beautiful women. Right. They never attack, they hardly ever attack humans, but never beautiful women. And, <laughs> ah, come on. Your, your girlfriend's been gone for maybe a day, and you're already putting the moves <laughs> on her sister. Calm down, man. I guess respect. Also, I want the scientific research behind coyotes <laughs> right? don't attack beautiful women. I know. I feel like there's, uh, hopefully not, but I feel like there's somebody in real life that's like, nope, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> coyote scientists email us right less. we need to know are, are they more more prone to attack from coyotes I'm, I'm interested let's find out all right 
but so yeah, ultimately, so we cut back to Norma, and she ends up getting to the the floor trap door that that we saw the the henchman enter at the beginning of the movie. I mean, it looks like at this point Norma don't need no Santo; she's got this covered. Yeah, yeah. So she takes off out of the house, runs out into the fog. Yep. And then we cut back down to the lab, the the lair area, and Yonko has to give the bad news to Frida that Norma has escaped. Oh, and you don't want to give Frida bad news. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, of course, Frida's like, if she gets back to the city, the police will find them. Uh, I might have to do the self-destruct and blow us all up. Right. So maybe you need to take care of this. I-, I like how she just threatens. I'm going to blow us all up. We're all going. Jeez. <laughs> ah, so she sends out all of the henchmen that, you know, she, thankfully, you know, she only had the five. Now she's got that big new batch of hires. So right. she's got so many they can split into squads. <laughs> Yeah. So I think they divide up into like three groups, I think they say. Yep. They head out and Frida is, she needs her next injection, but she's trying to wait until Norma is found. Yeah. I mean, she's uh, all business, right? So she's like, I, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll risk aging up and uh, as long as we get the job done. Yeah. And she tells the henchman, you can do whatever you want to the girl, but Santo, bring Santo alive. Right. So she's already taken off the kid gloves and is like, kill the girls, bring the Santo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it turns out it doesn't take them long to find Santo. <laughs> we have our first, I guess, official Santo versus fight tonight. Uh, yeah. And it's great because he, like, he sees the, the henchman coming, and he's, like, up on a little bit of a hill, and he sort of does, like, a, a top rope style right. jump, like, from wrestling, uh, and, like, takes out, set, you know, several at once, and then they all kind of get up, and, you know, we get a full-on wrestling match mm-hmm. in the woods. Yep. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> and Elsa takes this opportunity to run away, and then she ends up bumping into Frida, who is now even more aged. Like, the wrinkling seems to start on her arms, but now her, like, her face is kind of, like, aged up even. Yeah, this is the, uh, basically what they did was, they took a photo of this image of Frida and uh, used that for the old ancient Frida. Uh, that we saw in the photo earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of do, it's like a shock scare thing where they just like show her right. face for a second and then like cut away back to, to Santo. Old people he are has... scary. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> right. that's definitely something that has not gone away in horror. I mean, yeah. that every, every couple, you know, even like X, which just recently came out and I really liked, but it, it felt a little bit like, mm-hmm. you know, leaning into like old people are gross and scary yeah but yeah so so we cut away from her scary old face to santo who has defeated the the three henchmen you know that he found in the woods and continues on and then he runs into norma so now we've just kind of flipped things so uh, you know we got santo and norma together and now elsa's missing so you got to try to find her so you know if she hadn't come then everything would be good and santo and norma could leave and you know end of story but nope now elsa's in peril well, it turns out, though, Santo and Norma don't have time to rest because Frida's here and she's got a gun. Yeah, they pop up. She's got a gun. She's holding Elsa, holding the gun on Elsa. Right. I, li- I do like how she basically says, hey, uh, listen, if you don't just stop, I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fair and effective. Okay, well done. Yeah, Frida is, you know, she doesn't pull any punches. No. She's not, not playing nope. nice at all. Nope. Not even acting like she is. Yeah, but surprisingly, Elsa kind of, you know, she does well. She, like, hits Frida's arm, like, knocks the gun away. Yeah, I, so I would then... say we get a, a, a ladies wrestling match in this case, but no, it's it's just a standard old cat fight. That's all we got. Where yeah, and it's it's pretty brief. Like, it's just a little kind of like they, they kind of fumble with the gun a little bit. Gently tug uh, on each other. Yeah. yeah. So then we've got Santo wrestling the henchman again. Right. Elsa runs off again, and Frida and Norma are wrestling for the gun. Right. And by the way, uh, when Elsa runs off, this is when she runs into the owl, and it, like, lets <laughs> out a jaguar no- noise. Like, yeah. It's like, what <laughs> What kind of owl is this? <laughs> Yeah, so she gets scared, uh, you know, and so she's, yeah, Elsa is just kind of useless in this movie. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So ultimately, Frida ends up maintaining control of the gun. Now she's holding it on Norma. Mm -hmm. So Santo stops fighting the henchmen. Right. After that, the uh, three guys Santo was fighting earlier basically show up while Elsa is hiding. And they're like, yeah, let's not tell Frida that we ran into Santo and got beat up. (laughs) (laughs) Let's... Let's just uh, let's just say we didn't catch him as they wipe the grass off themselves. <laughs> 
yeah so then we we cut back to elsa she's now found the sheriff mm-hmm. or you know quote unquote sheriff mm-hmm. but he is now rapidly aging so she knows something's up and you know but like is captured by henchmen as you do yeah so if somehow you had missed that the sheriff was a henchman earlier like at this point it's you know cat's fully out of the bag yeah so now everybody's captured again we cut back to santo who is now chained up in a dungeon and is just not not wearing a shirt anymore for some some reason listen we, we've got to we've got to appeal to the ladies we've given the guys all they need so far and now now it's it's the ladies turn yeah, yeah. but of course still wearing the mask yeah just, yeah, yeah. just jeans and a mask no shirt it's a good look right where right. and doesn't uh <laughs> at this point frida's like listen 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 i'm just a fragile little woman who's just trying not to die of old age or not even get old and uh santo has an amazing line where he goes you i have a feeling you're neither fragile nor a woman question mark uh, <laughs> you know yeah i thought that was a pretty solid burn too. yeah 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 <laughs> But, she, you know, she kind of tries, you know, she goes with the whole, like, hard sell. Like, I want to, I want you to join me. Like, together we could be young forever. We could take over the world. We see scenes like this often in movies where it's like, the villain has, like, their pitch where they're trying to get the hero to join their side. Right. Well, Santo ain't buying it. And so, yeah, he has another really good line. He's like, I suspect that your face is a mask that hides a horrible old woman. Right. It's like, ouch! Well, <laughs> Frida's like, I'm tired of this shit. I want to see... I want to see the real Santo. Mm-hmm. So she does one thing and uh, she unmasks the masked man and shames him. But not only that, she uh, she's like, oh, you're pretty. <laughs> yeah. She's really excited. And uh, yeah, she plants one on him because, you know, why not? He's already strung mm-hmm. up. What's he going to do? I guess. Yeah. And, you know, if it's not obvious, we don't see his face. This yeah. is all from yeah, behind yeah, yeah, yeah. him. So there's there's a lot of, you know, with him saying the thing about your face is a mask. And then like his fa- like with Santo, his mask is his, his face, face sort yeah. of like. Um, so there's kind of some nice sort of like parallels there. So, you know, obviously he's still not having it. So she decides that she's going to unleash Trixon to uh, test Santo's strength. Right. So she ends up, she gives him the keys to his handcuffs and leaves him to sort of get out of the cuffs while, you know, she's releasing the monster on him. Honestly, a bad plan in retrospect, because I feel like if Santo really wanted to at that moment, he's like, okay. And then he's, he's just free and he runs off. But no, no, no. He's a man of honor. (laughs) He has to fight the monsters. Yeah. But then we cut away to Elsa, who is in the jail. Yeah, with Don Elias being young now. Yeah, yep. So he tells her that... So he's not like a full-on henchman, but he and Frida have come to an arrangement where, like, she gives him serum and he kind of looks the other way. So he actually is the sheriff, just kind of a... You know, he's a dirty cop, He's a dirty... Yeah, yeah. Well... Let's not be surprised about that one. Anyway, but immediately, <laughs> immediately afterwards, uh, Truxon shows up in Santo's cell, ready for their match. And yeah, Santo has obviously gotten out of his chains and obviously put the mask back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, Frida's cheering on Truxon, and she wants him to humiliate Santo. Mm-hmm. And she even she tells him to kill Santo, mm-hmm. which, which seems weird since she wants Santo right? alive. Yeah. <laughs> Real weird and counterproductive, but okay, I'll allow it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it doesn't doesn't really matter because you know Santo just like beats the shit out of trucks and like, in fact, like literally like takes the chains that he was right. chained up with and, and like just beats him with beats the shackles. Him. And I think they did something where like, they like dip the chains in like red paint or something. Mm-hmm. So he hits him and like you get like red slashes across his chest. So it looks like he's been like bloodied with the chains. It's honestly a pretty cool fight. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Then, you know, as it's clear that, that Santos got this, Frida ends up sending in a bunch of armed henchmen. Right. And she says, kill Truxon chain and up. chain up Santo. Right. She's done with Truxon. He, he, he's ineffective, can't do what she needs him to do. So it's time to, uh, I don't want to say old yeller him. We might want that one cut out just because that's <laughs> brutal. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she has one. I just walk in and shoot him. Yeah. Then we, like, cut to outside of the cell, and we just see a closed door and hear several gunshots. Mm -hmm. So you kind of are left to, you know, it's unclear what exactly has happened behind the door just yet. We'll find out pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And then we see Frida, who is now working on hypnotizing Norma. Yep, she's got Uh, the hypno wheel going, baby. mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, as you said earlier, you know, clearly she's got hypnotism powers that she used previously on Truxon, and so now she's unleashing them on Norma. Listen, I have a feeling, like, nothing that Frida has done has shown me she has real powers. She's doing this with the, well, she's doing it with pseudoscience. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if it works, it works, though, I guess. And this whole bit kind of felt like it was sort of the same as, like, the Blue Demon Mm -hmm. thing in the last movie, where it was like, there's no real reason to hypnotize Norma and make her hurt Santo (laughs) when you could just have a henchman do it or do it yourself. Right. Well, Uh, see, (laughs) this one's poetic, though, because she, she wants... She wants Dorma, someone who Santo loves dearly, uh, as evidenced by his quickly discarded last girlfriend, uh, <laughs> to to punish him. And she wants him, uh, Norma to gouge out Santo's eyes. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. She has very specific instructions. Right. He, she yeah, loves eyes. If you if you <laughs> if you haven't gotten that. <laughs> yeah. So then we get to see Santo. He is chained back up again, and you got one eye and the the henchman. I don't know if we get his name, but he kind of he often is hanging out with one eye. I feel eye. like this is Farkas because uh, we have a. <laughs> I want to call him Scott Farkas, but that's just me. (laughs) But yeah, we know there is a Sandro and a uh, Farkas running around somewhere. Mm. So I'm going, I'm going to say this guy's Farkas. And so there's this bit's pretty great. So they, you know, they let Norma in to do her, you know, eye gouging. Mm -hmm. And at first the Farkas guy is like, I'm actually going to wait outside. Bloody eyes. Bloody eyes. Give me goosebumps. Right. Which seems like an understatement. (laughs) Right. And then one eye's like, I'm going to, I'm not going to watch this because this is, I have so much trauma from the last time this happened to me. Yeah. When, when, so when the first guy left, I was like, dude, you're talking to a guy with one One eye eye and you're acting like eye trauma is rough for you. Right. (laughs) But like, so he steps out and then yeah, immediately one eye steps out as well. And he's like, nope, I couldn't do it either. (laughs) It reminds me of, of my lost eye. Right. When Frida did this to me. (laughs) Then, like, you've got Santo, who, you know, it's the normal thing where he's like, Norma, wake up, listen to me, you know, it's me, it's Santo. The power of true um, love compels you. Yeah. And she's, like, getting closer and closer to his face with a knife. Well. Uh, and then, like, we cut away and you hear Santo yell. So yeah, we're he cries doing this, out pain. Yeah. Then we cut to Frida, who is doing some more work on Ursus. And we see one eye, he's like peeking through a window on the door and he's like okay it's all done norma got santo's eyes yep uh and so frida opens the door yep and of course you know (laughs) well turns out uh that hey guess what the power of true love worked because norma (laughs) did not pluck out santo's eyes but santo did uh basically bring uh one eye here to trick uh frida yeah yeah they did the the old like make him say things right. so that frida would open the door yeah the old switcheroo yeah i do love how frida's like i'm gonna pluck out the other one of your eyes <laughs> at this point <laughs> yeah she is not happy about that right so she goes over to her you know self-destruct lever mm-hmm. and is threatening to pull it and so you know santo kind of freezes and then she commands ursos to attack but he's like st- strapped down so like there's this really kind of awkward moment where like he everybody's just, just kind of like <laughs> he pulls at the the ropes binding him it's like frida you could let him go let him do his thing <laughs> yeah so everybody's just like standing around <laughs> right? waiting for him to break free uh and he finally does mm-hmm. so once he breaks free norma takes off outside with one eye, one eye follows her she ends up she beats she him with a chain she, yeah. she fights and beats him down with the chain <laughs> yeah poor one eye yeah he's yeah he's got it rough mm-hmm. and then yeah santo and ursus are fighting and they you know destroy everything in the lab as you would expect yeah uh-huh. uh by the way i do love how frida's now cheering uh ursus on she's like get him get him <laughs> you know santo ends up kind of getting the upper hand and takes the you know the opportunity and runs out of the lab grabs a chain chains the door shut behind him right then he sees norma and one eye he knocks out one eye and <laughs> with like uh, a one-two punch even <laughs> poor like one eye just can't catch a break but yeah we got frida yeah. and ursus in the same room so at this point frida calls out for farkas and sandro to get him and ursus unlock the open up the door 
Yeah. And then, you know, Sonorma and Santo, they try to escape and they basically follow the exact path Norma took earlier, go through all the same exact rooms, even bar that same exact door. Yep. I mean, it's basically, yeah, it's the same scene again, just with Santo added. Right. So they get outside, get out of the house and they're like, we got to find Elsa. Santo at this point seems to know about the whole thing. He's like, but the whole town obeys Frida. So this is going to be tricky. Right. We just got to um, run for the, the highway and get out of here. Right. Yeah. Then we cut to the jail again, and the sheriff wants to drug Elsa and send her back to Frida. Right. We can't have her here. Yeah, you can't have, like, a person in your legal jail who is, you know, illegally there. So he wants to get her off his hands as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. So then we go back to the lair, and Frida is, like, yelling at her entire, you know, crew, basically. She's dressing up one eye, and basically it's like... If Farkas and Ursus don't catch Sandro, you're losing the eye. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. And she swears in the name of Satanas. For those of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was nice. <laughs> right. That was an interesting touch. It's like, ha, ah, she's a devil worshiper. Okay, cool. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Might as well. <laughs> We've done science up until this point. Why not? <laughs> And, you know, she she is like, why did you leave Norma and Santo alone in the first place? And, you know, when I was like, I couldn't watch another eye gouging. Like, that sucked for me, lady. What, what do you think? <laughs> Which, you know, like, I understand why she would be mad because, like, she just wants her henchmen to do whatever she wants. But she but, like, caused the trauma. Yeah, you should have known that's not he's not going to be the guy to send to watch more eye trauma. Right, so like, that's your fault right. for not sending the right henchman it's down like, there. It's like, listen, uh, one eye, we're going to put you on break. We're bringing in Sandro for this one, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah so then uh, we cut back to uh, Santo and Norma on the run. And Norma has hurt her ankle somehow because as they've been is, running. This is horror movie adjacent, and they're in a graveyard at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... <laughs> So Norma sits down to rest and Santo's going to kind of like check the perimeter, see what's going on. So he kind of leaves her <laughs> and we get it's this is just such a great like spooky movie kind of scene. I love it. She's sitting in a graveyard and you just see a crypt lid behind her just like raising up. <laughs> right. With, a, with the hand poking out underneath it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, is there uh, monster zombies here? Are we going to get more? Yeah. No. Turns out it's just Ursus and Farkas coming up through the, the secret graveyard tunnel. Of, uh, yeah, as you do. Yep, so they, they managed to capture Norma again. Mm -hmm. This movie is basically just, like, women being captured and getting away and then getting captured again yeah. over and over again. <laughs> yep. Uh, but so, you know, then Santo shows up and we get, like, a great sort of, like, graveyard wrestling match. Right. Uh, with, you know, it's, yeah, it's several of the henchmen and Ursos all kind of together. Against Santo. It feels like we should, like, put, like, Thriller over it or something. <laughs> like, it's just... Just a fun wrestling match in a graveyard. You just can't go wrong. This is the first graveyard match. I, I think that's what they're called, or the uh, what are they called? Coffin matches, or oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like these are you, you see this with like Undertaker and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, yeah. You know, the end result is that Ursus gets knocked back onto. I mean, I guess it's a gravestone or a grave marker, but it's like a cross that's like it's, made out of very sharp, it pointy is the sharpest metal. of uh, gravestones or something. <laughs> Because, yeah, that goes yeah, it, right through Ursus. Yeah, so he's, like, fully impaled. <laughs> then there's, like, oh, so, uh, Santo ends up knocking Farkas right, knocks him out. back through the hole yeah. into the down the secret passage into the crypt. Mm -hmm. So then we get Santo and Norma running away again. As you do. Yeah. Well, and then we cut to the deputy, or I'm calling him the deputy. I don't know the guy's real name, but he was one of the old guys who became slightly younger. Uh, yeah. And he's walking up on Elsa and he's like, hey, it's chloroform time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he prepares the rag with the uh, the bottle. Now, of course, listen, Elsa's no fool. Like, she may not be good in a fight, but she's clever. Okay? Because she's mm -hmm. she. you see her eye, one eye pop open, and she's like, all right, I'm going to get this guy. And yep, <laughs> she pulls a fast one on the old guy, KOs him, knocks him out, and uh, escapes the, the jail. Yeah. So then we get this kind of convergence of characters where she takes off out of the jail, Santo and Norma arrive, and then the sheriff gets there and catches Elsa. So yeah, we've got all of them sort of meeting in the middle of this little, you know, Old West town. Right. But I do like how the sheriff is like, you know what? I'm not going to fight Santo and just runs off. <laughs> yeah. 
I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he, he catches Elsa and he's like, "Ah, I've got you." And then he's Santa. like, "See Santo," and he's like, "Nope, nope. that's nope. above my pay grade." Yeah. So, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I did not catch you because I'm on your side. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out they gotta get they gotta get out of here, right? They gotta find Santo's car, and they do. Yeah. But it turns out Frida stole the distributor. <laughs> She's still part of the car. They can't go nowhere. Yeah. So. They're like, all right, we got to go on foot. And again, you know, there was talk of a horse earlier, but no, no horse right. to be found. By the way, <laughs> wh- she stole the distributor. Why didn't she just take the whole car? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that one little knot. That's kind of an extra F you. You have the car, but you don't have one of the pieces that make it go. <laughs> okay, I guess. Sure. Yeah. She's extra evil. <laughs> So they end up, they, they make a run for it. They get to like a main road. And then as luck would have it, a huge wrestling fan just happens <laughs> to drive by. It just happens and to. He, yeah. And he's like, I'm your biggest fan, Santo. Whatever you need, I'm happy to help. Right. And Santo being the loving, caring soul and trusting soul is like, hey, guess what? You know, I like you. The next time you're at one of my matches, come backstage. I'll give, I'll sign some stuff for you. You know, we'll have a meet and greet. It'll be great. Yeah. But he's like, go ahead and take these two ladies back to town. Yeah. I'm going to head back to Frida's lair. I, I can't just leave them to do what they want. Of course, Elsa and Norma are supposed to send more help. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, Santo heads back towards the lair. And then we cut to the lair. And Frida is furious that now all of her, you know, captured people have escaped. No serum for anybody until Santo is back in custody. Right. Well, of course, Yanko actually says, hey, listen, listen, we got one more card in play. There's this dude named Rene, and uh, he'll catch them on the main road. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. Huh. I, I, by the way, the moment I saw that guy, I was like, man, this is giving me some, some weird Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he is not a good person. Like, right. He seemed, yeah. <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy, but it's like that makes him extra, extra, uh, do makes me dubious of him. Yeah, a little too nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to uh, Santo passing through the graveyard, and Ursos is not impaled anymore. The spike is still there, it's all bloody. And then Ursos kind of wanders in, uh, you know, bleeding all over his chest. Right. Uh, and because Santo is the saint. He's like, here, let me help you, buddy. Right. You know, like he, we, we had a good fight earlier. He takes off his shirt and like uses it to kind of like stop the bleeding a little bit. And he's like, here, just rest here. I'm, I'll, you know, we'll get you some help soon. Yeah. And but then Santo tries to lift the slab to go through the the secret crypt passage, and it's too heavy for him by himself. But Ursos gets up and helps him. So now we um, had the, so. we had the power of love. Now we have the power of friendship. Okay. It's yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, obviously in this movie, Santo is the main character, so right. we're kind of paying more attention to him. But Ursus is basically our Frankenstein's monster in this movie. Yeah. And this feels very, you know, consistent with what we've seen from Frankenstein monsters in the past. Like, if somebody shows interest in them and cares for them, like, they're going to be loyal. Right. So, yeah. Here's a lesson to you people out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it definitely works out in Santo's favor as as the movie continues. Mm-hmm. So then we cut back to the jeep that the girls were in. Turns it's, out it's, it's just stopped. broken down. I, who who knew? Yeah, that's so unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of like he, you know, you got the guy out front like working on the the jeep. And then all the henchmen show up and they kidnap Elsa and Norma. And like, you know, as we kind of alluded to, the dude's just like, see you guys later. You know, he right. like, does not try to stop them at all because clearly, you know, we know where his loyalties lie. Right. But also, what could, he, he's one old guy. What can he really do? Yeah. Yeah. This this feels a little bit more like the sheriff than like a full fledged henchman. Like right. he's just like. You know, I, I, I got to do what I can to, to get by in the world. And if it means I got to buddy up with some bad guys, then I guess that's what I'll do. And it happens, I guess. But yeah, so we now we have Santo once again rummaging through the crypts and the cave terrain or whatever you want to call it. And all of a sudden, he's standing by this uh, this wooden pole, like a six by six. And all of a sudden, a random knife just jabs in right above his head. It comes flying out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want to know how uh, what who threw that knife? Me too, because they never say. <laughs> it's just random random knife 
<laughs> it almost like it feels like maybe they were trying to go for like a an indiana jones yeah. like automatic trap kind of thing but it, yeah it's definitely like a knife that a person would be throwing right. but there's no person right yeah yeah nothing <laughs> just it just random knife it's like it glitched into existence or something yeah. but it, it may be part of the uh the secret uh or the um the tunnel security system because we will hear a klaxon here in a bit so, yeah, because we, 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 yeah, we cut to Frida, who's like, oh, the, the alarm's going off. Santo must have made his way back through the tunnels. And she is aging to the point where, like, she needs more serum. So she, like, injects again and is in, like, pure, pure agony. Like, the acting here is, like, intense. Like, yeah. it feels like this woman is in pain. She ultimately, like, falls unconscious from just, like, the pain of this injection. And Yanko explains to, uh, I believe, One-Eye hey listen every time she injects herself it gets a little bit more painful and Mm -hmm. there's a good chance she's not going to be able to inject herself again after this yeah which explains why she was kind of putting it off earlier like you know i want to try to get further into my plan and make sure this is going to work out Mm -hmm. so then we we cut back to santo and he passes through the sort of like mummy area of the crypt or the catacombs right and i was really confused because like for a second it looks like one of the mummies is waking up right the eyes are twitching but i think what's supposed to be going on here is that it's like a hollow mummy and someone's on the other like the the sort of like the the painting with the eyes cut out kind of deal you know because like you see eyes and then all of a sudden like poisonous gas starts shooting through the eyes right it's like somebody was like (laughs) oh there he is and Put the put the gas canister up to the eyes. Yeah. So yeah, somehow they've managed to make like a hollow mummy and a secret corridor behind it in this cave system. How bad do you think that guy screwed up that they let him age to death and then <laughs> scooped out the back of his head? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's useful even in death, I guess. I guess. So at least there's that. Yeah. So then, of course, obviously the gas, you know, knocks Santo out and the henchmen arrive to kind of carry him away. But who should appear but Ursos? Yeah. And he defends Santo, takes out all the henchmen and, you know, gives Santo some time to, you know, for the poisonous gas to wear off. Because, of course, you know, this is the gas that would probably like, knocked us out for, you know, a while. But he's Santo, yeah. so he's good after a few minutes. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But it turns <laughs> out that we now cut back to Frida. She's fully awake. But... Apparently she's gotten the news. Ursus has been killed. He's been impaled by the Santo guy. Yeah. So she's she's pretty upset about that. She's got Norma and Elsa. They're tied up. Norma is tied up on like Ursus's slab. Mm-hmm. Elsa's just like chained to the wall. Yep. And she's like, I'm going to remove your eyes for not doing what I wanted and removing Santo's well, that eyes. Was, yeah. Fr- this is Frida threatening Norma, by the way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Frida is threatening Norma because Norma didn't go through with her, you know, eye gouging plan. And also she helped Santo escape right. and helped Santo kill Ursos. You were so supposed like, to be my henchman. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of get a repeat of earlier. There's a knock at the door. They open it and there is one eye again and he just falls forward dead. Yeah, it turns out he has a little blood on his face and that means you're dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Santo comes strolling in behind him. He gets in a one-two punch fight with Yonko. <laughs> Yeah, just knocks him out quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, Yonko's just a henchman. Like, not even one of the good henchmen. He's 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 the nerdy lab assistant henchman. Yeah, he's the brains henchman, definitely not the brawn henchman. Uh-huh. So Santo goes to start untying Norma, but Frida is like, I have a little jar of acid, and if you don't step away, I'm going to throw well, acid well, in Elsa's face. Well, first she tries to just stab Norma. She's just like, I'm going to stab her. I'm going to stab her. <laughs> But, you know, Norma kicks the scalpel out of her hand. Yeah, yeah, that's when the acid threat comes out. She's like, I'm just going to pour this acid on her face. (laughs) And you'll never love her because she's mildly deformed. Yeah. But then Ursus walks in and we get like one of those sort of great moments where it's like you know like the two parents trying to like get ursos to to walk to them you know so like frida's like attack santo and santo's like attack frida and santo ones up her. he's like she's the one who's responsible for your horrible life right <laughs> it's like she created you but also she ruined your life but i do like how like whenever ursus is as beamed in on frida and he's like all right yep santo's right i gotta take her out she's like the devil sent you here to help me it's like, oh, oh, did he? Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah. 
so he like you know ursos picks frida up and is like starting to choke her and she pours the acid in his face i mean that, that makes sense i i buy it. <laughs> i mean she's like I, i've got acid i've got to use it right yeah yeah uh meanwhile santo is untying norma and elsa yep uh, they're all getting away already so like ursos then like stumbles around because he's been hit in the face with acid and he hits the self-destruct lever mm-hmm. that you know we knew was coming yep so yep uh, Chekhov's lever has been fired <laughs> now we've got santo and norma and elsa all you know back together again all free mm-hmm. and they uh you know they take off running uh and santo's like ursos follow my voice come right? with us you know not even hey come <laughs> on buddy we're pulling him just like hey follow my voice okay bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then po- um, poor yanka wakes up after his beating and turns out you know he really loved frida or at least liked her a whole lot because he's really upset that she's dead now and yeah to prove that she's dead yeah she's all like rapidly aging now mm-hmm. uh yep so we get santo and norma and elsa they make it out through the crypt and unfortunately, because, you know, he was blinded by the acid, Ursus is not able to keep up with them. We get the big and explosion and then immediately people cheer because now we're in the mat. We're in a wrestling match between Santo and Japanese Yamaguchi. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was mentioned earlier, but like very briefly in the world. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the world middleweight champion and that like Santo is hopefully I think that was the whole deal is that if Santo beat El Toro yeah. at the beginning, he would be up for the big match against yep. Yamaguchi. And this is the big match. Yeah. Uh and so then we yeah, we just get a full on wrestling match again. We've got Norma and Elsa there this time in the crowd watching rather than watching on television at home. Right. And man, I like I gotta the you know, obviously we've got like uh this is a a match with a Mexican guy and a Japanese guy mm-hmm. taking place in Mexico in front of a Mexican crowd with a Mexican announcer. You think there's favoritism? But, yeah, boy, that <laughs> announcer might have been a little biased. Just a little bit. I thought they were supposed he, to be like, neutral. Every, He's just beating he, Japanese Yamaguchi. He's like, Santo, friend to widow and right. orphans. <laughs> every time he mentions his name, he comes up with some new great way to describe right. him. Defender of the week. And then we have the Japanese wrestler. It's like, oh, he he's not the champ. He's just the Japanese wrestler. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's cool, man. And, <laughs> and, you know, of course, Santo does end up defeating Yamaguchi. He claims the world uh, championship. Yay! Yeah. And so the movie ends, like, he gets the belt, and he basically just shoves the belt into the camera. And that's that's the end, is just, like, you know, fade to black through, through the belt hitting the camera, basically. <laughs> so kind of abrupt ending, but not really, because... Yeah, we get sort of like, you know, I guess the, the wrestling match is like a nice little kind yeah. of button to kind of tie everything like the. Yeah. But of course, I mean, the things with that, we sort of get an abrupt ending before the ending right. because like, you know, Ursus we get the explosion and then it's just like, Yay! that's it. Right. <laughs> you know, this movie's I, goofy, but I, I kind of enjoy it. Yeah, it, it is silly, but like it has a very different a tone charm. than the other one. Um, but yeah, I still definitely, you know, really, really enjoyed it. Right. It's taking itself a little more seriously than the last one, but not in a way that feels like, you know, you're not rolling your eyes at how seriously it's taking itself. Oh, no. Do you think that Uh, means the next one's going to be real serious? uh, Yeah, I'm very curious what the next one's going to be like. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Well, one way or the other, it's not going to be very serious for us Mm -hmm. because... So here's the thing about the next movie we're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. The last santo movie for us it's santo and blue demon versus dr frankenstein right we fought so we fought one of his original creations then we fought his daughter now we fight the man himself yeah and we're getting blue demon to come back so that's exciting but the bad news is i can't find this movie with subtitles or maybe that's the good news for you listeners because (laughs) next week's episode is probably going to be pretty weird because we're going to be watching it in Spanish and just making do with what we can figure out. Nosotros and, uh, hablamos <laughs> español, amigos! <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, you, you might, ass- you know, I'm sure listening, you pr- would assume that Eric probably knows a little more Spanish than me, Not but much. neither one of nope. us is, like, super fluent. Nope. <laughs> T- took a semester in college. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm Puerto Rican, uh, so it's it's more Spanglish than Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to be kind of flying by the seat of our pants, and uh, hopefully that will make for a fun episode, yeah. uh, if not as, you know, well organized as some of our previous episodes. Yep. <laughs> Prepare to laugh as we get everything wrong. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, in that case, you know where you can find us. You can find us on the socials, Twitter, uh, Instagram, anywhere where you type in the Frankencast. We'll be there, especially Gmail. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, even on the YouTubes. Yep, yep, we're there. And then, yeah, of course, you know, wherever you're listening to us, you know, we would appreciate those rates and reviews and all that because that helps out a lot. Yep. If you liked us, if you didn't like us, just any interaction is good interaction for the most part, unless you're saying slurs and other things like that. Please don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep, I think that covers it. So, uh, yeah, join us next week for what is sure to be one of our most chaotic episodes ever. Absolutely. Uh, in that case, continuará. Looks like you survived another episode. The Freaking Cast is a production of FCR Media. It's hosted by Anthony Bowman and Eric Velasquez. Follow us on Twitter at TheFrankenCast or send us a letter at TheFrankenCast at gmail.com. Our cover art is by Amanda Keller. You can find her at Keller Illustrations on Instagram. Our theme music is by Vivek Abhishek. Thanks for listening. <laughs>